Ghost World, a toast hurled at this good movie. But before we get into it, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast. Hope you can join us in discussion for our next film, 2016's Arrival, available to rent on Amazon and YouTube for three bones, but I have the feeling you already have it. I'm looking forward to revisiting this one. We'll have a special guest, and despite how everyone else felt about it initially, I was lukewarm. So we'll see. Due Friday, May 15th by noon. Email your thoughts on the movie to projectorfuel@gmail.com. We'll read your comments on the show and maybe we can learn a little bit from each other. Okay, let's get started. Ghost World is a slow burn in what I'd consider early form mumblecore. But the longer it went on, the more it grew on me. And even when I still wasn't sure where the movie was going with so much time left, I was excited just to follow the characters. Here's the thing, though. What's the takeaway from this movie? Is it simply a glimpse into the feelings of an era, a person stuck between school and real life? Because I felt super bad for Steve Buscemi's character, and I don't think he really deserved it. He was just this strange plot device for a girl coming of age, wrecking lives like a goth tornado. And in the end, he's what? Out of a job and living with his mom in therapy. But I guess he mattered to one person so greatly for a small moment in time. Maybe that's good enough? It would be if she didn't have him lose his job. The relationship here is a grounded Harold and Maude, but they both felt so real and so awkward and so comfortable. I enjoyed watching it fall apart and was even rooting for them, despite how creepy it was. I think the 15-year-old Scarlett Johansson stole the show, though. Her cracking puberty voice and gentle demeanor was an exact image of someone in that position. What I didn't feel as strongly about, and I know this isn't the majority consensus, but I wasn't feeling Thora Birch as Enid. She felt so awkward, like it was her first day on set in every scene. I loved her in American Beauty, and here it was like she was playing that character again, but with her mouth a little bit more closed. For me, it was like she wasn't comfortable in front of the camera, and it was difficult to get fully immersed into the story because of that. But what a story it was, loose in feel like a solar system of odd, awkward, bohemian entities circling a strange, real relationship that is strong to those it can connect to. If you're a scene punk, a girl fresh out of school, I'm sure this could be one of your favorite movies. Quirks galore to sink your teeth into, especially with the characters. But there's a complex depression building in Enid. She's offered so many wonderful opportunities, living with her dad, living at art school, living with her friend, living with her hero. But it's the internal dilemma she wrestles with. What do you do when everything is good, but you're not happy? And I think this movie answers that in the simplest, strongest way possible. Just wait. There's always something coming. Thanks again for checking out the podcast, and thanks to at the work of Rhi on Instagram for the picture in our profile. This time is going to be very strange to look back at at the end of the year. I wonder what that'll be like, and I wonder what's going to happen next. Stay safe, stay home, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah.